Warning, this podcast typically features spoilers and strong opinions. Proceed with caution. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Then a Moment. It is the show where two lifelong storytellers talk about stories. I'm Pavi Prochko, audiobook narrator, actor, writer. I'm Colin Funk, a childhood development expert and a musical theater teaching artist. And today we're going to be talking about Legally, Legally Blonde. Blonde. But first, uh, let's talk about our moment of the week. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. But- uh, we want to focus in a little bit this week, mm-hmm. don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, in the past we've been doing just like regular moments, and I just think like we've a moment in our life. Yeah, but and uh, I think we want to kind of get back to the stories. shore it up on the stories. So, um, what's your favorite uh, moment of the week in the stories you've been watching or reading or etc.? Well, I had a very exciting, uh, like last minute opportunity this week. I got to see um, this show last night called Romeo and Juliet, the remix. Uh-huh. Um, it was a screening of um, this company called Able, and they work with um, actors uh, who are um, neurodiverse. They have different um, intellectual and developmental disabilities, and they work with them. They're usually a, um, a theater company that puts on live shows, but over the pandemic, they had this huge project where they they all filmed from their own homes. The the teaching artists and these the actors with um, all these different disabilities. There was like over seventy people in this oh in this gosh. film. They filmed everyone. <laughs> they did an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. And um, cool. I I know some people that work with Abel, but like another friend was like, I have a ticket to this. Um, this thing with Abel, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've wanted to see a show that yeah. I did in a while. Let me go see it, and it was really very cool because there's so many times I was watching it. I'm like, oh man, like I wouldn't have thought about those choices or or how moving um, it would be if an actor with less um, that wasn't as as verbal as another one or or that spoke only in sign language or like how that would affect the scene work. Mm. Um, But there's this one scene in particular between Juliet and her mother, Lady Capulet. And the actors were like giving me like the, the, the actor playing Juliet was like, at first it's like almost like temper tantry, like, teenager and her mom was just like going at her like leaning in and i was like this is brilliant and (laughs) they're like acting their faces off and this might be one of my favorite times i've ever seen especially that scene yeah i thought it was very cool that's awesome wow really cool maybe we'll get the uh 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 Link up to Abel in our in our show notes or yeah, something. We'll, <laughs> yeah. well, we'll get that expect that in the show notes. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. you can look up Abel. I got some cool stuff going. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Um, this past week, I was in New oh, York City yeah. for so the jealous. yes for for the APA, the Audio Book Publishers Association conference, uh-huh. and the Audi Awards, which was um, really fun and interesting got hey, to see you just got back today i haven't even I really did. heard about this trip yet yes i just got back today um and i uh uh got to see a few shows i, I kind of tacked on some 
time before and after to be able yeah. to see some stuff. So I saw um, Chicago with Jinx Monsoon, ah, which was so jazz. cool. Um, she's fantastic. Uh, Leah Michelle in Funny Girl, which was oh incredible, God. and Josh Groban in Sweeney Todd. I just like saw everything um, that was interesting. I'm so jealous. Um, oh man! And I think I think the moment there's like, um, Anna Lee Ashford as Mrs. Lovett in Sweeney Todd really interesting because that gets yeah, such an iconic that. role that um oh my god uh, horrifying i've forgotten her name um who did it originally help me? me help me oh help help god. help bed knobs and broomsticks mrs potts um angela lansbury, angela lansbury. Oh, my oh my goodness god. gracious so angela lansbury is like so good and yeah. and she is she originated the role on Broadway uh -huh. and she's bonkers, bonkers, totally bonkers. And um, and there's Patty Lapone. And then there's Patty Lapone is also bonkers. And that particular very different bonkers, a different bonkers. And that production is like the second one. The first one was like very like violent, Penny Dreadful. The second yeah. production mm -hmm. was all took like place in uh, yeah, and it took place in a in a sanitarium, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. the That's insane right. asylum. I forgot. So they're they're wackadoos, anyway. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, this one was much more like, it was lights heavy, which was interesting. Um. But uh, to have Annalie Ashford, who's also her own kind of brand of of I mean, uh, of silly and wacky blonde. Oh yeah, she was in, in the, the musical. musical. That's right, she is. Um. She's wonderful, and it's but it's interesting seeing her take on this role that has such these iconic renditions uh, of it and doing something completely different. Interesting. Yeah, so it's like just the way even she's able to break up specific lines that I'm like, I know for a fact from my musical theater studying and watching it a million times that that is <laughs> one full sentence that Mrs. Lovett's just kind of supposed to say and she broke it up and like filled the space like, I, and I usually don't love pauses. <laughs> I'm usually like, don't pause, just say the line. Let's yeah, get yeah. let's get the show over with. Um, but she's able to like n give these new meanings to certain things. And um, there was this one particular moment when Toby is trying to like protect her because Toby's like a little boy and mm -hmm. he senses that something is like terribly wrong. And of course, like Sweeney and Mrs. Lovett are like killing people and putting them in pies and feeding them to the, as, as to London yeah, yeah, yeah. as, as you spoilers. do spoilers. Um, but, uh, Toby is for, I'm, it's unclear even in this production exactly kind of if something is wrong or if he's just kind of drunk all the time or what. Oh, um, but, uh, Toby is sometimes it's a child, sometimes it's like an adult that's sure. you know developmentally slow. Um, but uh, he gets a sense of something is going wrong, and so he's like sings, "Nothing's going to harm you," because I'm like, I, I think something's going on, but I'm not going to let anything, any harm come to you, Mrs. Lovett. And usually, when the way versions I've seen is is like Mrs. Lovett gets like so nervous mm. that she's been found out oh and then sure. like kind of like stuffs him into the cellar and locks the door and in this one she got angry 
she got like so mad and gets so serious. Like, cause usually it's kind of like, oh, don't, what are you even talking about? Nothing's wrong. And here she's like, what are you saying? What, what are you even talking about? No, there's nothing, nothing is going on. And then she has this real moment where you see her decide mm. that Toby has to be taken care of. Oh. And she's like, oh my God, I need to actually, like I'm gonna take him downstairs and it's probably the end. And I, it's, it's a, there's a real struggle there. It was this beautiful moment that the whole show, she's like very funny, very, very silly, uh -huh. wacky Mrs. Lovett. And then in this moment, she's just like, I need to kill him. I need to kill this little boy that I've like adopted. Very interesting. Oh, and it was so, it was really like very touching. And it's like, she's great. I think she's great. And it really filled that role with so much like gravitas. It wow. just made everything else mean more. It was really, really great. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. All right. Shall we get to it? Let's do it. Let's All do right. some Legally Blonde. It's so time. Give us a synopsis. Synopsis. All right. Um, it's my turn because last time you did it. <laughs> All right. I know. Um, so uh, Elle Woods is at uh, a university. I don't remember which one. UCLA. UCLA, thank Come you. In, uh, and she's a, um, a merchandising. Fashion merchandising. Fashion merchandising is the major. Um, and uh, she has this boyfriend, Warner, uh, who, surprise, surprise, she thinks is going to propose to her. And instead he breaks up with her because he's going to go to Harvard and need someone serious. Mm -hmm. Well, then she has the brilliant idea that she too will go to Harvard Law School to follow him there and she'll prove that she's worth it. And so she goes, seems to be uh, out of her depth despite having gotten in quite easily. Like she mm -hmm. had an easy time doing all of these difficult things. She's like very skilled and talented. Yeah. Um, uh, because of course you're like at UCLA with like a merchandising, uh, you know, degree. Um, but um, she ends up learning about herself and making friends and working really hard and succeeding, uh, getting on this very prestigious uh, kind of internship path to defend a fellow um, uh, Gamma, Gamma Mu, Gamma, what is it? Delta, Delta, Delta Nu. Delta Nu, oh my God. <clears throat> I just watched it, I swear. Um, uh -huh. Delta New, mm -hmm. uh, sorority sister from several years before is you know up for, or she's um, um, being accused of murdering her husband and uh, Elle uses her knowledge, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, uh, casting off all of the cliches about being too blonde and too ditzy. Well, using some of the cliches. And even using some of it and using that expertise to uh, prove uh, the innocence of her client and um, uh, succeeds in the end um, and becomes head of the class and uh, eschews Warner, who at the end comes back and says, oh, you really are the one for me. Um, and in the meantime, uh, uh, declines to uh, um, any, you know, passes from uh, professors, um, that want to, you know, making, making, making advances on her. Oh, she oh, like, oh, she declines yes. the advances. Yes. She at first has a contentious relationship with Vivian Warner's fiance, but then mm -hmm. they become friends. And um, so it's kind of this um, coming of age story for uh, Elle. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's, it's, it's a classic. Mm. I mean, it is, we looked it up. It's from 2001. Oh my gosh. It like defined some of that early 2000s. It's very, very much in line with those early 2000s films. Yeah. Um, And it is, you know, I think it is generally widely loved and and celebrated and rightfully so because it is, it is an excellent, excellent movie. Yeah. Um, you know, we, it's, I'm sure it's been talked about on a lot of review podcasts, but, um, we want to talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure any of our friends who are listening will be rolling their eyes because <laughs> <laughs> the reason that, uh, we wanted to talk about this today is kind of, uh, talk about it in contrast with the Legally Blonde musical. Yes. So, Colin has a chip on his shoulder. Oh my God. <laughs> you were waiting at that one. I was. Jesus. <laughs> uh, we'll explain that in yes. just a minute. Um, oh my God, that makes me so mad. Uh, oh my God. Um, but anyone who knows me knows that I love the movie and mm-hmm. I love like 75% of the musical. Yeah. I think there's potential that the musical would be just as brilliant as this movie. Uh, it, it's, you know, taking the same storyline. Uh, the, uh, the music is really, Got some bops. really great. Yeah. Um, excellent. The choreography, the, they, they like did the fashion, right? I mean, like they got a lot of things, right. And just like a couple key points that they just really, really got wrong. And I think really, you know, it, it just, it takes the thing that the movie does well. Yeah. The the lessons, the 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 things that we're learning about the character and in turn about society. And it takes those and I think it undercuts a lot of it in a couple really key moments. And yeah. We'll get to those. We'll get to those. Let's talk about I want to talk about the movie. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about about kind of what works here. Yeah. Oh, and just just so you guys know, we in in researching for oh, this yeah we decided that we were going to review our own i reviewed the musical oh i see yes right 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 right. i was like where we the hell is he going with this yes of course this. we did yes oh my yes. god he's talking about the musical specifically and i'm talking about the movie yes, we, we, we took some we we took a focus and we wanted to to bounce the i the ideas from our own perspective yes pavi we watched the musical recently I've ever watched the musical, although we've both I watched the movie. The movie is what the I movie, mean. Yeah, I said it wrong, but we have both seen both of them. I haven't. I haven't seen the musical. You? Are you kidding me? No. Well, that <laughs> blew that out of the water. Oh my god! I've seen a lot of it. <laughs> I've seen oh most of it. Gosh. I know a lot of the music. We do it in the, Just, in the classes. Okay. Anyway, um, cut, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> We can cut it. We can cut that, right? Oh I, I didn't watch the musical. I know most of it. Um, no, they should know. They yes, they should know. Okay. So, so return list. Okay. The movie. The movie. What works? Um, Tell me what works. Okay. So there's I so love, much. there's so much that works. Um, uh, uh, the 
um, the expectations. So setting up these expectations and then breaking them, making these judgments on people. So we see Elle Woods right at the beginning and we see the decor and where she is and we get a hint uh-huh. of what her parents are like and that she's this kind of person mm. and that we have this expectation of who she is. Which is what? What is that expectation? Yeah, she's like a ditzy blonde that is not very smart. Yeah. Like she's obviously an idiot, right? Yeah. Um, and that's, that, that's what that's like, that's really like yeah. what they're trying to just drive home. But even in that's doing it that, feels like, right. it really does. But even in doing that, one of the first scenes, she's like, someone at the store tries to like sell her this dress. Oh my um, gosh. And like Again, takes the thing. She's like, oh my God, you know, someone with daddy's credit card, I can just like take the sale dress off, the sale the tag sale off tag and, and, and bring it and be like, oh, we just got this one in. And, um, L just right away is like, oh, well, I caught you in your lie because I know that that's not, and I know a lot about this stuff. I just think that's so brilliant that they do it that way mm-hmm. because it does both at the same time. It still sets her up to be this like, I know clothes. Yeah. I know dresses. Like, I know this is from last year. It's like she's smart. Yeah. But like, it does give you permission to still not take her that seriously. That's right. And that, I think that's an interesting, now that you say that, that's an interesting uh, point about just like how we feel about certain kinds of knowledge yeah. mm-hmm. that Absolutely. we, and not even just, in, I mean, she's obviously has like very academic intelligence. She remembers facts. She knows how stuff works. She can, Absolutely. she obviously tests well. I mean, they set up early on that she has a 4.0, she has a 4.0. average at UCLA. At UCLA. That's, UCLA. Not, a, that's mm-hmm. not a nothing school. For a business degree. It's a business degree. So she's very academic. She's very good at studying yes. and all of that. Um, and yet, and because yes. of the kind, like the the domain that she studies, we are inclined not to take her seriously. Yeah, we're inclined to to just yeah. shrug it off. Um, and I think that that I love that that kind of like pokes by the end, especially kind of like it just pokes a hole in that, and makes you kind of rethink mm-hmm. what other domains am I not taking seriously? Well, Absolutely. they know a whole lot about, I mean, how many times in our lives is like, well, they know a lot about like musical theater and like how to act and sing and do all that stuff. Yeah. Any like nerd culture, yeah. any, uh, any, anything that's like very girly. I think we've, we've kind of moved, moved beyond that now, now in the world of like TikTok and YouTube, yeah. everyone with sort of some, with some sort of expertise kind of like has a place. Right. Um, but, I, I mean, especially, especially back that then, time, oh my God, 2001, yeah. People it, didn't take mm-mm. fashion knowledge seriously. Right, right. Um, so I think that really works very well, kind of yeah. that undermining our expectations. They set the expectations. Um, and I also think my favorite element of the whole film is how much she drives all of it which i think we'll probably get to because i think that's a (laughs) something in the musical that uh doesn't work as well but i i think she is the reason like she decides to go there's this moment where she is in her um uh, vivian the evil fiance that ends up not being evil again another expectation broken Yeah, yeah yeah um Sidebar, I'll put a pin in that because there's this wonderful moment there too. But there's, there's, uh, um, between them, like the conflict between them is interesting. But they, um, Vivian tells her to go 
come to a party. It's a costume party, so come. And yes. she comes in this like cliche, the, you know, that cliche like bunny rabbit. Playboy bunny. The Playboy bunny. And no one is in costume because Vivian, she, has, Vivian lied has lied to her yes. to, to make her feel terrible. Yeah. To, um, to really humiliate her. her. Yeah. So she comes and she tries to, you know, it's also the moment where she realizes that Warner's not going to come back to her. Warner does not take her seriously. It's like the real kind of yes. nail in the coffin. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not actually, great. I'm I mean, never going to be good enough, actually. Oof. oof. That, I just love them. It's like, I know. I, it, it gets and then me every time. When, I know. And it's, and it's and seeing that, it. like, Reese Witherspoon, she's, if anyone has underestimated her, her acting in that is actually brilliant. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it's the, it's the. Uh, harbinger of things to come. Like she's so oh, good, yeah. you know. She's, I mean, I <laughs> and mean, it we was know then now, too. We know now that of like, course she's gotten lots of accolades and right and things. But the since. proof was already there. Like oh, we already she was saw it then. Yeah, and uh, again, something that I'm not taken seriously. We look at yeah acting performances oh, just in a Reese movie that's like fluffy and right. and fun and comedic. We're not taking the actual acting that's happening seriously. And it's really good. While Reese Witherspoon is actually brilliant. Mm -hmm. And there's that moment where now she's like walking out of the party and she says, I will show you how valuable Elle Woods can be. And she's like storming out the thing. And it's like, she just needed, and she's like, I'm gonna prove it to you. I yeah. could do this. She got a 179 on her LSAT. She got, uh, yes. you know. Remember she, that, remember that number. Remember 179. that, 179. Uh, 179 on the LSAT. She, um, I promise it, it's relevant. She's, uh, uh, she's like just studied for it over like a month and like got it, you know. It's like she, she uh, did a, you know, a very strange but awesome video essay that like got her in. She's obviously good at all of this. Yeah. Um, and uh, she does the work. She's smart. She thinks out of the box. Mm -hmm. She is a unique voice. There's a lot of things that, especially now, we see as like very valuable. Yeah, yeah. But and uh, uh, that I think that's so strong that it's yes. it's so strong that she's the one that goes in and decides to do everything. And when she's uh, given the opportunity to find out um, the alibi of her client, mm -hmm. um, oh. and I mean, so, she like, learns it, she knows that her client didn't do it, but she can't give the alibi up. And she's like, no, I'm, I can't tell I mean, you, I've I mean, made a promise. Proof. There's proof there's, in yeah. an alibi yeah. that the, her, the, the client that she's trying to get off was was getting plastic surgery as a as a fitness yeah not what a we fitness say, guru yeah a guru but, like, but yeah she's a she's a guru and so she can't be seen it would be it, it would she, be damaging she'd rather get sentenced yeah than lose her whole career if this alibi came out when there's proof that she was yeah because those there are receipts in fact yeah. So, but she's like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. My, I'm gonna do this in a way that is actually going to honor my promise to her, her reputation, because I oh. know that's important to her, and only Elle knows because everybody else in the room, all these other lawyers, are outside of that world. <laughs> that moment where she, she's in the room while they were like, like, oh, did you get that alibi? She's like, oh yeah, and it's a really good one. Oh like, yeah, and it's a really good one. It's like, yeah, it's such a great moment. So they're like, funny. oh my, everyone's so excited. <laughs> yes, they're like, like oh, oh, I can't tell. You. Oh, I can't tell you. You're like. What do you mean you oh, can't? Oh, it's so good. Oh. It's really fantastic. Oh yeah, I did. I did. It's like, so why you go see her? Like they're so mad. They're gonna like punish her. So why? Oh yeah, you went to go see her. Yeah, I went to get the alibi. 
Okay. Yeah, I got it. It's a good one. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. Um, and, you know, and then she, again, I, as I said, she, like, rejects the, the professor who tries to, like, you know, make a move on her because right. he, again with the expectations being very low about her abilities, he brings her on just because she's pretty. Well, and the, talk about setting expectations. Like, in the movie, it's set up that he is kind of like this cold, neutral... Yeah, he's kind of almost... Fact-driven. Yeah. Uh, not, not really... We don't, we don't see... There's no, like, ethical judgment right. about this person. And it's in in opposition to the the um the first professor that we see, mm -hmm. which is the one that's like kind of cruel to her, the the woman professor. She's a woman, that, which is another another really like trope, very interesting interesting setup we're expectations. Um and so it's like, oh, she gets kicked out of class for not having done the the reading or not mm -hmm. knowing an answer or something. And um and then we see the other professor, the one played by Victor Garber, mm -hmm. um, and he's actually very supportive of her. Like he yeah. ends up being kind of like the, you know, he's the secret villain in the end, you know. Right, right, which I think is very, very Secret villain, secret ally, because we see the other the other professor come in later and be like, what, you're going to ruin, you know, let one asshole ruin your life? Yeah. Come on. Um, Again, they, they set up expectations to be to be broken, broken, uh, kind of all over the place. Yes, all over the place. Yeah, it's really good, and I think it does it really well. That like you watch the movie, and there's so many little surprises yeah. and little things along the way. Yeah, and it's so simple the way they're doing it, storytelling wise. Mm -hmm. They're just setting up an expectation, something that anyone would expect based on what society thinks. Yeah, they just set it up and then just show you what's really happening, and it's really yeah, it's it's so. Yeah, subtle and i think it's i think they're they're really well done it's interesting that you say that because it just made me think of power of the dog maybe we should do oh an episode God. about that because it kind of does a similar thing where it's yeah, like you think this is you think this is one kind of movie and it's not um i mean yes you it's think a it's different a lot thing. of i mean that one power of the dog is like very very crazy like, oh i think it's this oh i think it's this and at the end i'm like what what just happened yeah <laughs> But yeah, we Legally Blonde is a little yeah. bit, we'll talk about that another time, but Legally Blonde is a little bit less um, enigmatic. Yes, sure. But when we, we are given all these expectations and they're all broken, we think that she's going to, we, this is part, we'll talk about this in a minute, but like, you know, we think that she's going to, Luke Wilson's in it and we think they're going to have a romance. Yeah. We don't see one. Um, put sure. a pin in that sidebar. We'll, we'll footnote that. But, um then we think that we're going to have just like, oh, they're, you know, she hates Vivian and they're going to be like mean about it. But it, uh, there's this really interesting human moment where yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, um, she's talking with uh, 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 Jennifer Coolidge, mm. uh, uh, Dame Jennifer Coolidge. So, Saint, so glad that. Saint Jennifer Coolidge. So uh, she's having her little <laughs> Yeah, she's having her little renaissance. Here. And it's like oh, she, she so thanked well Reese for her, for her little, you know, that was kind of the beginning of her career there. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was also, speaking of brilliant performances, very Jennifer good. Coolidge, excellent. In excellent. Ex very funny. Very good. Um, but she's, you know, talking to her about Vivian, and she's like, well, is she pretty? Like, does she look as good as you? And Elle is like, well, she could use a little more like eyeliner. She could probably like color a little differently, but Ooh. yeah, she's not, she's not totally hopeless. That's she thinks so she's pretty and she's willing 
to make that concession. I'm so glad you brought up that moment because like there is a parallel moment and I will talk about mm. what they do in the musical. Okay. Interesting. It's so, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. I loved that moment that like, it's, it wasn't just like, Oh, yes. and she's like a dog. I love that. Oh my Especially gosh. because there's a moment earlier and where she has a moment with one of the extras talking about Warner's brother's fiance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And it kind of parallels that. And we'll talk about that in a minute too, I think. So I, I want to save that for our superlatives. But um, I love that moment. And there's like a, it's a broken expectation there. You're, yeah, yeah. And it's broken so subtly, as you say, that it's like, you don't even need, we don't need it to be total departure. We're still in the same story, but we're seeing just, oh, I didn't, I thought we were doing, I thought we were just ragging on them. Right. But we're not just ragging on them. We actually get to see uh, a little glimmer of that potential it's like the, I mean, humanity. See, exactly. I mean, it really feels human because in that moment, nobody's upset because their ex is dating someone hideous. Right. People are upset when their <laughs> ex is dating someone that is kind of pretty. Kind of pretty. Yeah. That is like that is, I think, is a big insecurity that people have you mm -hmm. don't want your ex to run to someone who's more attractive than you that right. just you know ticks off all those boxes yeah of <laughs> like oh see it's all of my insecurities In that a person, person yeah. is <laughs> is showing me all the things that are wrong with me yeah and i think it shows in that moment and yeah. i think that is really beautiful yeah yeah so I think those are those are mostly the things that work there. Oh, okay. I, I mean, you, there's lists. There's so I, much that works. Uh, so much that moments works. that are there's so many brilliant moments in that movie. Yeah. Um, but I before Let's, we get to the musical, I would love to hear yes. what you think didn't oh, work. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I, you know, I haven't rewatched mm -hmm. as recently as you have, and honestly, I'm racking my brain to think of something that I don't think works in the movie. So yeah, please. So. There were two things that stuck out to me. One of them is the very, very end. And this is my footnote okay. um, uh, about uh, the Luke Wilson character, Evan or Ethan, or I don't even remember his name. He was like relatively unimportant, but um, he's just an ally. He's a friend through the whole show, the whole movie. He's a friend. And then uh, we just have this, Emmett. Epilogue. Emmett. 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 Yes, oh thank gosh. you. That Emmett. Was me crazy. The epilogue at the end where she like wins the, the trial and she walks out the door into the light. And then we're two years later and she's graduating and gets this whole thing. And we get to do the speech and we get to see every, you know, Warner be mad. We get to see Vivian be her friend. We get to see the little, you know, very nineties, early two thousands, the text of like, what are they doing now? Uh, very, that thing you do. Um, you know, yeah, and and um, that music. The there's beginning? like the the first know. song and the second, the last song was like the same song. The same? Okay. I think it's the I was same like, song. It's the opening song. Yeah. yeah, the opening song and the ending song are the same. It's like I, I you can't stop me. Or I don't remember. It's like that's the that one. Yeah. Yes, um, but I don't love the epilogue. I don't think they needed it. Sure. Okay. It could have just been That's cut. Fair. And uh, I like kind of that implication of Emmett maybe being interested. It's, it's there. It's like, yeah. she obviously has a friend, but like, I don't, I know she's going to be fine. I don't need to know that Warner didn't, I, it just, it yeah. just was, it was unnecessary. And I love just that last moment of her, like walking through that door into the light and it's all lovely. And we have the end of the movie. And yeah. I just think that would have been much stronger. I do like a, 
we did it. I, that's yeah. I do like her speech at the end. It's, I don't think they it is lovely. Things. The speech is um, very nice. It kind I, of I can see what you're saying. It though, ties it. Wise. It's a bookend. And but I don't need right. You don't need all those little like. I didn't need all that, especially. And they ended up having at least one or two sequels. Yes, there's Legally one that's Red, Legally Blonde. Blonde. Yeah, was one of them. Was Legally the, Blonde the, two? Yeah, that was is Red, that Blonde. one? Yeah. And then there's Legally Blondes. Is there? I don't know. Yes. That was 2009. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about that one. Um, uh, except that there's two of them. Red, white, <laughs> They're <and blonde>. multiplying. <laughs> I don't okay. know what that means. But, uh, um, but uh, 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 no, the epilogue didn't work. The epilogue they... didn't work. Um, they also do like that very cliche 90s thing where they like freeze frame the last moment. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, that's like it's very tropey of the, yeah, of the time, it's it's of the era, right? Um, and I know people might be mad. There's like, uh, there's that, uh, you know, it's like, oh, and he's gonna propose tonight. Like Emmett, Emmett proposes tonight because it is. It's like a little bookend. It's a full circle moment. So I, sure. I understand why. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's for the like. Okay, this story isn't about that, but you guys did pick up on the fact that they were yeah, they right. were connecting. And I yeah. think that's like that's the one thing I like that they're like, "Oh, we're just giving a little." She does they, get her man they, in the end. They like build <laughs> a relationship out of support, yes. and it doesn't need to be that much more for yeah. it to be like the beginning of something. And I I do like that, but I see why they don't need to like spell it out. Yeah. Um yeah. So that's one. And the second thing is, I think the entire bend and snap sequence. I'm not going to. Is. I'm not going to uh, hear this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to agree. No. I think the whole no. bend and snap sequence is it's so perfect. awkward. Amazing. And nobody does that. Nobody bends and snaps. And it's like all. You don't know. You they don't like know what they, people, it, what little tricks. What it, it feels like. They like they reverse engineered. They're like, well, we need Jennifer Coolidge to break this guy's nose. So how is she gonna do? She's just gonna like be trying to impress him and like lift up her head really, really fast. But we need to like figure out how we get her to be doing that. And she's taking advice. Ugh. That is like this weird. I mean, it's like to be fair, I guess it's like built for a number. It's built for a musical number. Yeah. Truly, I mean, I think that sequence. They is even one do of the like dancing there, and they like to make it a and then like that, for that sure. gay man comes in and he's like, "Yo, do the bend and snap works every time." He was just on, uh, uh, yeah, that that drag queen um, wasn't in drag for the movie, but uh, she was just on RuPaul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the guest with uh, Lux Noir London. <laughs> That was interviewing in the golf cart. I don't know if anybody's watching That's RuPaul's right. Drag Race. That's right. Lux Noir like, hey, London. Just saw her in yeah, yeah, is driving a little golf cart, and she's be. I don't remember what her name that's is, but a, that's that's the same person. It's that person. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I do remember. Um, yep. 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 But it, it's just like the bend and snap. Like, what the hell is that? No one's ever done that before, and no one's done it since. I will disagree, uh, <laughs> but. I, I, no, I'm just going to disagree. I okay. think, I think while it is like a moment that is camp and it is not really like, there are like small, like it's watered, watered down camp the rest of the movie, but mm -hmm. like it is 
stylized sure. a bit. Like yeah. all the clueless and yes. those like nineties. Like there is a stylization to the way they're telling the story. And I think the Bend and Snap is like kind of the the crux of that. That's the is the big moment. And I think it's just it's a way to make bigger these um there this like it feels like an updated version of of like a move you would do in like in the Victorian ages where you're like, oh, you have to drop your handkerchief. Oh, it's like the fan dance. It's like, like the, the thing, restoration fans where they're like, there's like, the language of fans where it's like, this means I want you to come to me. This means I want yeah. you to leave me alone. Yeah. It's like this thing that like, and I think everyone still has their like, oh, when I'm in a bar, like what I do, my move is I flip my hair and kind toss, of like, toss. look, yeah. Toss, Wicked toss toss, toss. Yeah. like if there is like something to this like people do have their like little isms that sure. they like bring to those moments to like show off and I think the thing about that moment is it's like it really those L's one of L's um, really strong intelligences is her social intelligence yeah and the way she interacts with people, even though it like feels like that's not the case when she gets to Harvard because everyone is like very anti yes. L. So they're like, they're like very put off by the way that she interacts with people, but she has this way of using her, her body and her, her charm to, to get the things and to affect the world around her. That's just like part of her skill set that yeah. she's bringing to the table and they like they do push it to kind of the extreme in that moment and they make it kind of ridiculous and campy but i think there's value in it and yeah, i like i it. think that's I helpful really to do. think of it that way too as, yeah. as like a as some way that it ties together the camp of the rest of it because it is i mean there's so much camp in it there is and it is the it is the high there. peak point um yeah, I think that's helpful. A helpful framing. It is like it. It feels like the. It it lets you go to this place. Like it's like the farthest you can go in this like silly moment. Yeah, it's like one of those moments where you're like, this got crazy, and everyone just started like <laughs> dancing around me. Like those like real life moments where you're like, yeah, for sure. Did that really just happened. That's that's kind of kind of how I see it, and I it doesn't bother me because I think it's, I think it's cute. But, okay, but I can see. I do see why someone would think that that didn't work. Yeah. Um. That's, Speaking of I think not that's working. Oh, yes. Let's no, go okay, on okay. to the... So I'll what, start... What works in the musical? Yeah, I'll start there. Because yeah. I don't want to totally badmouth the musical. Sure. I love the music. The it, music like, is so good. I think about the first 15, 20 minutes is like really flawless. It yeah. is like they like the the style and the, 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 the tone of it right off the bat. They get this like really they start really campy and really they do the same thing. They set up this expectation where there's like ditzy girls being, and they start this opening song is called, Oh my God, you guys. And like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, you it guys. It sets it up that you don't take this yeah. group of people seriously. Right. I think that's brilliant. And the music is, it, it really feels in line with the music that was in the movie and mm -hmm. the time period where it's like very upbeat, very poppy, very light bubble gummy. Well, you work out to some of it. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Cause they're like eight minute long songs yeah. sequences that are like, just like really great. Yeah. It's fun. It's really fun music and it's a fun show and it sets it up to be this kind of like light, 
fluffy thing. Um, and I think that's really brilliant. Um, and they, they do a couple things. So they do, they do a couple adjustments from the movie. Um, uh, oh, I was, one of the moments that you brought up mm -hmm. that I think actually works very well in the musical too. And I think it works. They use it being a musical to make it work really well is that same moment at the party yeah. where she's talking to Warner and he rejects her for that second time. Yeah. I think that's, I'm, I'm so glad that they, they did that in the musical and made it a feature. And the way they did it in the musical is the first time that he, breaks up with her this like proposal moment it's a big moment where she, yeah. where she thinks he's going to propose and it's a song called serious and he's talking about oh i need to be serious i need to be serious and she's like all excited and he's like the the way they write it i think it's, <laughs> it's so very cute funny. and we should like, break up <laughs> <laughs> they like set it up that he's going to sing i think we should get married right. I think, like and he totally flips the switch and says we like and it feels surprising to yeah. to us and to l and um very cute song now fast forward to this moment at the party like they do a reprise of that song and i think it was the first time i remember in musical theater that i was like watching a show and being like oh that's that's why they do reprises of songs yeah. to like take this, to like remind us of this other moment mm -hmm. and to build on it, to build on it, to, yeah. to, to like, to change what we see and to change what's happening and to be like, Oh, I was feeling that then. And now I'm feeling this then because they bring it back and the same thing happens to her again yeah. where, where she's like, Oh, I'm serious now. Now he's going to finally take me seriously. They bring it back. And I think it's like, really smart and then he goes what are you what are you talking about like yeah. no one's gonna take you seriously and i think it's like it's like it makes it just as heartbreaking yeah. as it's, the movie it's, does that's it's actually like, rock bottom right there yeah i think the musical actually takes that moment and is really brilliant yeah um also the dance numbers just generally yeah. are incredible <laughs> They, they really they, are. One one thing. Oh, so yeah, a couple of things they change from the movie. The video essay is like a live like performance essay, which is like so stupid, but yeah. like <laughs> it doesn't like make sense in reality, but this is a musical, so they're translating it to stage. So of course they're they're like they make this this big production number. Right. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I, and I do. Like it's like it's that's stupid. the adaptation, it, right? It's like that's it's an the, adaptation. And I think like yeah. that that speaks to using this the the medium that you're working in and using it to your advantage changing right. a video essay to a live performance essay great choice right and i think they do it well um except for one minor thing that they i'll talk about in a sec <laughs> um but um the one the, the the one other change that i really appreciate is that at the end um both warner and vivian see callahan hit on l mm. and in the musical in the movie, Vivian sees her, and she's like, ah. She's like, oh, gross. You're awful. And she's just misunderstood what's happened. And she yeah. misunderstands, which yeah. I think is, that's is an interesting, very interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting um, thing, yeah. Uh, but in the musical, what happens is they both see her, and Warner's the one to be like, ah, I guess you slept your way into the position, essentially. And you see Vivian have this moment, and she's like, she's like, shut up, Warner. 
And then she like gets all flustered and like walks away and you think, oh, she's disgusted by L2. Yeah. But then she comes back. She does the whole like she's in the um, she's like the lady professor who comes around and is like, that's not what I see. Yeah. Uh, she becomes she that takes role that because role. that lady professor isn't in. Got it. Um, isn't in the musical. The both professors are kind of the Victor Garber professor mm. character um, and and the lady professor is also like. Vivian kind of takes that too. Got it. So it gives her a little bit of agency because at the end it lets her be like, no, I didn't see that, that Warner's up. Warner might've seen that, but that's not what I saw when yeah. I was watching. You can tell like, like the distraught and like the, like it's really interesting that she just like witnessed someone else get harassed yeah. and she has this emotional reaction, comes back and is like, no, that was, that was BS. Yeah. Like, even though ostensibly they're villains, she actually gets that she has, she ends up finding that uh, empathy with her. Yes, yeah. that she actually sees it happen and she's she's able to decode the situation. Yeah. And I think that is an interesting choice and yeah. I and I do appreciate that um, because then it's the Legally Blonde reprise again. Yeah, well, and which is also that, like sick. That reprise also is a great reprise. It's such a good reprise. Because Legally yeah. Blonde, the song is her being like, I guess I'll always be legally blonde. I'm so sad. And then the legally blonde reprise They're is like, like Vivian being like, blonde, you're legally blonde, be proud of it. And I think that's like <laughs> really, really great. Yeah. Um, now. Mm. Shall we? Oh. <laughs> it's exhausting. Again, For those of us listening, he's yeah. just deflated. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so the, I, I think the musical, what it it just undercuts Elle's, what you talk about, Elle is driving the movie. She yeah. drives every single moment in that movie. We see some really great relationships and like conflicts between her and the other women in the thing with like real nuance and real humanity. Yeah. And it is just like, there's so many like little things sprinkled throughout the musical that really undercut it. Yeah. And some of them being like really small, like changing 179 in the movie for where the she LSAT gets the LSAT, score, her, yeah. her score is 179. And in the musical, it is 175. Why? I don't know. Yeah, Not they made sure. it. It's like, that's that's what she needed to get. That was the minimum. She just you need to get You need to get a 175. And then she just scrapes by. It was in a song by. and people were like, well, maybe it's the rhyme. I'm like, it First does, of all, five doesn't rhyme with whatever the word was. No, it's not and a rhyme. It, that, it's, but it's the same I vowel, so you can got you could have gotten away with one seventy nine just as well as one seventy five. So that's stupid. Um, yeah. And then like the end of the the essay, the thing, like in the movie, they're like they're essentially looking at it and they're like, she's qualified. And she's very different than anyone else we have. Yeah. There's not actually a reason for us not to admit her. Right. Because she actually hits all the boxes. Yeah. In the musical, the one guy's like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to, like, you guys just want to put her in because she's blonde and she's pretty. Like, we, we shouldn't admit her. And in the, at the end of her video essay, she's like, or the, the performance essay, whatever. She's like, but what about love? Haven't you ever been in love? She uses love to convince him, oh. which like, I know is like an internal motivation for her. Sure. But it is not what's driving the action. No. It's like driving her actions. Right. But it, it like. It's her why. It's not the what she's doing. Right. Which is, it, I think it undercuts that she is just actually qualified. Right. It's not just like an emotional appeal. Yeah. It's 
that she's qualified and she's unique. And so she got in. Yeah. I, and I don't understand why they need to change that. That's a weird undercut. Right. Um, something that the movie did well, you talked about it. They really set up this complicated relationship between Vivian and Elle. Yeah. That, um, that we see even at the beginning, that moment at the um, the salon where she's like, I, but she's not. She's, she's not ugly. She's not <laughs> ugly. In the, in the musical, they have that moment and she just rags on her. She's like, she's like, and she's this wrong and this wrong and this wrong. And I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing that yeah. she's not, I'm not seeing that like humanity where she's like, but there's nothing wrong with her. Right. Yeah. I like, I, I, I wish for that. And they like have so many beautiful little moments along the way where Vivian is like seeing, seeing Warner through Elle's eyes, like seeing the ethical things that Elle is doing and, and, and really they're forming a bond. They form a bond throughout the movie and they don't really do that in the musical. They just like give that. Just until that last moment. That moment. Yeah. They don't really have any moments before of them kind of, Oh yeah, because they do in the movie. Along. There's like the she needs help with some work. She's like, "Oh, did you finish?" The, you know, because they're just working on this project together. Um, for Calvin that. gave me all this. Yeah, extra Calvin work. gave me all this extra work, and it's like, "Oh well, you know, um, you know, I just so you know, I I think you really did the the right thing. I think that's really very classy that you didn't." It's like she reaches out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like really. That's really nice. Beautiful. Yeah, and they they do do that. Okay, but the. Number one <laughs> sin that I think this musical does is with the song Chip on My Shoulder, uh-huh. which you alluded I did. to earlier. I did. Colin has a chip on his shoulder. We can roll it back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're so rude. There's a song called Chip on My Shoulder. Now, this beautiful moment that we talk about that Pavi talked about earlier where Elle goes, let me show you just how valuable Elle Woods is. Yep. She storms off. She goes straight to buy a laptop. Yeah, in her costume. She's in still her, a Playboy bunny. She goes to the Apple store. Were they around then? I don't even remember. Who knows? Whatever she went, she's like, I'm going to buy my little MacBook. Doesn't say a word. Mm-mm. Luke Emmett's, Wilson, Emmett's, Emmett's in line behind her. <laughs> and he's looking at her. And because she's wearing the costume, she just says, don't ask or don't say anything gonna. or whatever. <laughs> and he says, I, I wasn't, wasn't going to. So that is... That is the extent of what Emmett does yeah. in the movie in that moment. And I love and that. And from that it's moment so on, there's just a, a montage of, of her Elle succeeding. She's her doing work. Shit together yeah. and doing her work, studying yeah. because obviously she knows how. Yeah. She's got a 4.0 point right. average. In the musical, the song Chip on My Shoulder, she, like Emmett finds Elle crying on a bench mm-hmm. after this party. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, oh, boo-hoo, poor little rich girl. You got to study, duh. And sings a song about like how he came from nothing and had to work his whole life. And let me, like, you just need to like find that thing that motivates you because love doesn't count. (laughs) Right. Otherwise, you don't know how to study. There's like, oh, it's so long too. And it keeps like, moving location like they go to her room and he's like making fun of it being all pink and that like that she has red bull and she's like where are your books where like why don't you know like you do know how to study don't you and i'm like 
Are you kidding me? She was doing school. She just wasn't paying that close attention before because she was just, she didn't care before. Right. And now she did. So she, like in the movie, she's just like, well, now I care. So now I'm going to do it. Right. Right. And in the musical, it's just him being like, let me hold your hand, little girl, and remind (laughs) you how to do school. And I hate it. It like makes me so mad. Yeah. That's, I mean, it just, that just undercuts the the strongest element I think of the is, film that yeah. undercuts the whole thing. It undercuts the whole thing. And then they have this like song after where Elle's like, let me thank you by buying you a suit to give you all the confidence you need. Being like, my only value is, is to buy clothes yeah. and to have money. And I'm like, that's not, but that's not what it is. That's so disappointing because it's like the way it was already was good. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to change. I really, I don't any know why. I don't know why they made those choices because, you know, I watched. There was also, if you don't know, there was a reality competition mm-hmm. called "The Search for the Next Elwood," something like that. Yeah. Um, where they, it was a reality show because, if you didn't know, the whole musical was was played on MTV. It is uh-huh. still available on YouTube to watch in its entirety, maybe on MTV.com. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but you can watch the whole musical. Um, and the, because it was so popular, they did this show called The Search to Find the Next Elwoods where they, it was a reality competition where these actors competed to play Elwoods next on Broadway. Oh, it makes um, me want to vomit. <laughs> it was, honestly, that is its own, that's a trip all in and of itself, it yeah. is like, it is kind of like pinnacle of that like trashy reality. Uh-huh. Oh, it's and so for like, like this just like job pushing the too. drama. It's like knowing, Ooh, it sounds, knowing it's, what it's like to like audition for stuff and just like making it a competition like that. It's like hard to watch, Oof. but in like all that like terrible reality TV way. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't even remember why I was talking I'm about so it. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Uh, you were talking about the... Uh, the reality TV show. <laughs> You're so helpful. Oh my gosh. In the reality TV show. Um, well, I lost yeah. it. What were we talking about? We're talking about, we were talking Emmett. about Emmett and uh, the song that she sings for him Emmett about cuts. the suit and uh, the only worth that she has is yeah, her. After that, we were. Mm. So you start talking about. What did I start talking about? Oh, um, uh, the, the, the story was already good. Sure like you didn't good. have to change it. Oh yes. Oh, so they, in the show, the one of the one of the judges, one of the hosts, is one of the writers, the one of the book writers. Right. And um, they talk so many times throughout the show about how empowering it is and how they like they really double down on the feminism and the and the 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 girl power. And I was like, I just like could not watch it with a straight face. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Every time they said it, I was like, you're You made you're it worse. Wrong. You're just wrong. I, I mean, it reminds me, I don't want to get too much into it, but it's like uh, the Moulin Rouge and the oh Moulin Rouge musical, where it's like they, oh, they keep doing this, where it's musical. like the adaptation, like it, it, it wasn't good. I didn't like it. We can talk about it another time. But the things that they changed, the movie was already good. Yes, it was. And the the these really important moments, they just change who's making decisions, what kind of people the characters are. They're making Some them really different archetypes, things. really key things really that make it work. The storytelling. Yeah, that makes it suddenly 
undeserved. It makes it unearned completely. And I think like, especially when you go to musical theater, they, they sometimes forget about storytelling in, in efforts to make sure there's enough songs and that there's yeah. enough numbers and enough, enough songs and there's stuff. and the the it's like looking at a graph where it's like we need the highs and the lows and we need a dance number here we need a ballad here and it doesn't we even matter the, how we got there we need the nothing number the yeah the act the back from act right the two, back from the, act one from the intermission where there's like if you're late a silly silly goofy song <laughs> if you're late coming back the with formula. your drink it doesn't matter because you didn't get any more story here and it, you know you can write a story within that format but it definitely I see it like it yeah. it. and just like that like chip on my shoulder like it was so powerful in the movie that she had this montage there was no words it was mu music mm -hmm. and she just like we saw her studying and going for it and making like, friends and and doing work hard work it doesn't need to be a full song no I would love I would love more musicals to say that moment doesn't need to be a song. Yeah. That can be a silent moment yeah. where we just see her do stuff. Or it can be, you can underscore it. Sure. Sure. Maybe Great. it's a little ballet. Maybe it's, yeah. Maybe it's a dance Maybe it's number. Maybe it's a dream ballet. Or it's like, it's like, a, it's like dance movement. It's like, it's like ography. It's like move, it's <laughs> stageography, you sure. know? That can be done well. That yeah. is tricky. But it's like, like, it's like a, the notebook uh, musical where it's yeah. like the dancing wasn't, it wasn't like ballet. It was no. very modern, but it was very heavily choreographed and poignant right yes. not all of it obviously we maybe we'll, we'll talk about that another time too but there's like some yeah, dance moments feelings. like that where it was like like if it was it could be movement to music yeah but in general i just because of that it's really hard for me to it 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 really takes it down a couple notches from the movie even yeah. even with like the story generally being intact and the, like the tone being right and the songs being so good and the dance being so good. There's so much going for it. Yeah. And like, it's hard for me to watch. It was hard for me to rewatch. There's <sighs> like, I can listen to the songs that I know and I love and I can kind of focus on those things. But as a whole thing, Ooh, it is rough for me Yeah, because the movie is the movie is so good. So good. The movie is so good. And it's short. It's a quick, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. It's great. It's All great. Right. Well, let's, let's do some, Superlatives? Superlatives. Let's get to the superlatives. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe someday we'll have some theme music there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and since since you looked at the movie and yeah. I did the musical, do you want to do, let's start with, well, let's do do both of them at the same time. But yeah, sure, what's sure. Your, what's, okay, my oh, my Oscar moment. Start with Oscar moment. Uh, Oscar moment. Um, there's actually, uh, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, Reese is fantastic. Uh, you know, runner up, I definitely give that like, I'll show you how, you know, valuable oh, um, I mean, brilliant. L Woods can be. I actually find the, um, God, what's her name? Uh, Chutney, the daughter. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, that actress is great. That too. actress. Uh, what's, uh, I can't uh, remember her name. I can't remember her name either. She is actually, she is brilliant. I mean, she's gone on to do big Lots of things, things too. But when she's caught in her lie, She's so good. It, in that court scene, like the rest of it is just kind of like uh, a very big attitude, kind of like in her young, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. low 20s girl, she's uh, being a, you know, a jerk. And then she's caught in her lie and she starts like tearing up and loses, like she loses her cool. It's so impressive. 
Oh, then I'm like, I was like, oh, wow, you're actually, you're acting (laughs) this role right here. This is crazy. I I, I always found that. I remember that striking me even the first time I watched it back in 2001. Sure. And like, wow, she's like really in it. She's very good. And to have so little to work off of, it's Uh very good. I I think that's my, my Oscar moment. It goes to, goes to her. I, I, okay. I agree. Yeah. I like, that is like vivid in my memory too. Uh She was so good. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I'm going to, I don't know. I think I want to give it to just how, just the moment in, that first serious in the in the proposal. I think the way that they yeah. play off of each other and the way that she builds her up, like, like, uh, mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, what's her name? The oh, um, oh God, I don't remember her name. Oh, it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like three words. On. It's three names. Yes, it's a three name oh person. Gosh. This is terrible. I don't remember. Oh shoot, mm. we'll have to look. Cut cut out this big pause. We're going to remember her name. <laughs> what is her name? Laura Bell Bundy. Laura Bell Bundy. Yeah. So yes. Laura Bell Bundy in that scene with, um, during that proposal, yeah. she like, she's so excited and they're playing back and forth. Like she, she builds herself so so high up her energy is really high up and when he uh when he's like we should break up she goes right into like uh, this like she's excited she's like yes baby i'll get like she's like yes i'll (laughs) accept your proposal and then she just like you see the like realization halfway through the line and just like totally breaks yes keep baby give him a hand what like she just like (laughs) explodes in the middle and like the like just that the way it's the way that scene is is uh designed is so it's so effective and yeah. so like it feels very campy and silly but like it really it gets me i think it's so well done and yeah. it, it's like that's tricky those like those comedic yeah back and forth those like that timing and the the pacing it's actually very hard and it very really rarely difficult. actually gets oh, and the recognition that it should you know i, I think w- more so on stage than it would in actual oscars like in film it's so hard oh, it's yes. like a comedic oh role to get anything um it does it, def- it definitely does more in theater yeah. but um like even watching cuz they did that pretty early on i think in the in the series in the um competition series yeah. um where they made them do that scene and to watch like it's hard it's, it's hard. hard to like find that moment and do it in a way that's like really effective and i yeah. think she just like nails it and just is like like very campy and sad like similar to how um similar but different to how uh reese witherspoon is doing it in the movie yeah. where it's like this like big over the top like crying and sobbing mm-hmm. that this character is just like she's just over the top yeah it just makes sense that she's like sob crying in the middle of this restaurant. Yeah. So yeah, I think that Absolutely. is my Oscar moment. Wow. I, I do want to, I think I want to add one more thing to it, to the Oscar moment. Just, just to remind us uh, <laughs> that uh, we don't always have to give it to actors. Yeah. I think, I think, I didn't last uh, time. and oh yeah, I don't remember what we said last time. Breaking Bad, I gave it to all oh, the costumes, the, the design, the design. Yeah, I think I was going to say the costumes for the movie. Honestly, are the fantastic. costumes for the musical, they really also, do it justice. Yeah. Like I've the costuming we, we've seen is a lot great. of like fashion shows become, mm-hmm. um, 
musicals. Yeah. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada. Um, <laughs> where the fashion isn't done it's well. not good. Yeah. And so you lose that part of the story. And it's yeah. part of the storytelling. And they, they use it to tell a story in the movie. And they, like, get the fashion right to, like, how fashionable it is. But, like, to this, the time period, too. Right. They do it really well in the musical. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Cool. Great. Another, Costumes. Another Another award. Um, all right. Telling the story. They're excellent. Yes. Okay. So an unearned. unearned the think? unearned award. Um, I think it, in, in um, there's a weird moment with the lesbian. Enid. Enid. That's a little bit unearned, I think. Okay. Um, it's a little strange. I think that it's like. I, it does like follow the expectation and expectation breaking, but she's, you know, um, L is like trying to get into the study group and then like walks past another, st like she's rejected and she leaves and she's walking past another study group with the, with Enid. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you know, she says something like really cruel to her. Mm -hmm. Um, and Elle's like, no, I wouldn't ever do anything like I wouldn't I would be nice to you if you came to try to like be in my study group. She's like, yeah. And then right after, you, you know, I turned my back, you'd call me a dyke and blah, 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 blah. She's like, I don't use that word. Why would you even expect me to do that? And there's just it was just a weird moment that it highlights oh, this yeah. character that I I'm like, that. apparently that character has more of a role in the musical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just in the movie, I was just like. I don't even remember like the, I was like, why are we giving this person so much, so much airtime? And she's like kind of forgotten about after that. I mean, I think it's like the foil. It's like this, like, what does feminism look like? Sure. Um, and that moment is, and maybe like the actual moment, it doesn't like sit well. And I, maybe yeah. it's like supposed to be like, that's really it's weird. jarring. I wish there were more of her, I guess. I know. I think okay. later on there's a moment where she's like, Oh, you look nice. Uh, I'm just like, oh, thank you. Um, and they just like, I, I wish they built a little bit more okay. with her. So, it, and I think in that sense, it's unearned where it's like, we actually needed, yeah, I see. we needed to close the circuit a little uh -huh. bit. And there's just okay. like an open circuit there. Sure. Yeah. That's my unearned moment. I'm not going to mention the uh, bend and snap again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd probably give it to that too, but yeah. I've talked that to death and there's reasons for it. It's like, it's not unearned really in the end. It's, it's just that the, the lesbian like, moment so. is a little bit unearned for me. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I think there's plenty. Unearned uh -huh. in the, uh, I don't know. Um, I just want to choose. <laughs> um, maybe the, they, they really jump. They really jump the shark. Mm. And I say that because the song is Blood in the Water. Oh, oh it's so stupid. Uh, it's <laughs> like it's it's the it's the professor's first class that she's in. Yeah. And it he opens the class being like, You've heard that that lawyers are sharks, but forget that. That's simplistic. Not all of us are sharks. The rest are chum in the water. And I'm like, so you and then so you like, are sharks? Yes. <laughs> and then they're saying, like, then there's a whole song called Blood in the Water where he's like, don't be the chum, essentially. Like, you need to get the taste for blood, is what he says. Yeah. First of all, setting up to be a villain immediately. Yeah. Which Oof. I dislike because, like, 
the thing they do in the movie is they set the one, literally, like you yeah. said, they set up the one teacher to be a villain, which is very interesting because it's these two women characters that yeah. you feel are buttonheads. They do that all over the place in mm-hmm. that, that movie. Yeah. Brilliantly. Um, and so, like, there's that that dynamic. Right. But, like, we're st- seeing right away that, like, he's, like, he's gonna He's gonna get he's what he villain. wants. Yeah. Um, which, which In the makes, movie, it's a turn. Which makes that moment later where he... Um, it's on her. I'm like, yeah, he's been a, a dick bag this whole time. Right. right. He's been horrible. He had that whole song, first of all, setting it up that it's like, it's not about sharks, but with sharks. I'm like, <laughs> why? I don't get it. So that is my, I'm going to go with that one. All right. Nice. Uh, I have one more uh, superlative I want uh, okay. to give, and it's a uh, best uh, bit part in, in the movie. Um, and uh, I okay. think... My favorite uh, is the old lady when she's like in the salon early on in the oh. film and oh, she's yeah, like yeah, yeah, finds yeah. out that, you know, they're just like, what do we do to make us feel good after she gets broken up with? And they go to get the mani petties and she's like sitting there and f- opens a magazine and Warner's brother's in there with his fiance. And she's like, oh my God, that's Warner's, that's what Warner's looking for. Someone like this this person mm-hmm. <laughs> and the old lady just next to her leans in and says, what deformed? <laughs> and it's yes. so funny. Oh my God. Practically like, deformed? What practically deformed? Oh God, I was like, Oh jeez. So uh, I thought that was good. That's mine. I think mm-hmm. that's my cool bit part. I'll, if I have one for the musical, I think I would give it to, so in the movie she goes to like a, uh, a counselor at the beginning to be like, how do I get into Harvard? Yeah. Um, but in the musical, it's just like one of the sorority girls. That's just like clearly a brainier, like a little, yeah. like she's just like clearly a smart part of the sorority group. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. There's a character in the movie that I never noticed before, but uh-huh. that person is in the movie. Oh, interesting. And she comes in, she's like knocks on Elle's door right after Elle gets broken up with it. She's oh, like, yes. oh, I can't figure out the lip gloss thing. And it's like, I, she maybe had like a bigger role before that like maybe something's left on the cutting room floor. But then later on, she's the one that's helping her study uh-huh, for yep. the LSATs while Elle's looking out and the, you know, Greek week's she's going like, on. Mm-hmm, and she's like, mm-hmm, you got to study. Yeah, but that's it's a her. Character, but, and she's like very, involved in the musical where yeah. she's like you gotta kind of you kind of kind of focus you yeah. gotta this is what you uh, let's do this which is like i think it's i mean yeah i also like that that actress who plays her i ended up she was in some web series later that that i watched all the time yeah um they kind of like spoof legally blonde in the <laughs> i think submissions only i don't know yeah submissions only yeah yeah and i think i think she's very funny and she ends up playing the the Chutney character at the end. That same oh, actress. Oh, okay. And she's great. It, they do it weird in the musical, the musical. where they like Double bring cast. them to the crime scene and then dump water on her head. Oh, God. That's to show weird. that like the perm would go away. Yeah. And like you could just like dump water on her there. Like if you wanted to do like a bit, like, but they have this whole thing where they're like, we're going until the crime scene. Because that's like, how that's courts. weird. <laughs> don't do that. God, don't take the judge there. Yeah. That's that was, weird. That's a little, that one was like, I'm like, okay, guys. Don't use now you've overstepped yeah. the use of the medium. Oh. All right. But yes, that's my favorite bit part. Wonderful. I think we've done it. Anything else? By George. I, I think, think we've, we've done, done it. it by George. We've got it. Anything else you want to add? No. Yeah, I think I'm good too. 
thank you so much for tuning in to Then A Moment. Yeah. Uh, we are getting our social medias and everything set up so you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Then A Moment Pod. It's the same everywhere. Then A Moment Pod. Um, and if you have any notes or questions, I might regret this, you can email us at thenamomentpod at gmail.com. We'll have a website soon, too. Um, you can follow us, and uh, yeah. uh, we'll be on the YouTubes, too, hopefully, uh, coming up soon. Yes. So yes. we'll be we'll, we'll be, be all over YouTube the place. Too. And uh, <laughs> subscribe, 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 and uh, rate us uh, uh, if you like us, and even if you don't. But only fives. Five star. Make it a five star. Um, if you don't like us, five means bad. That's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I am uh, Pavi Prochko, and, I, and uh, I'm Colin Funk. Yes, and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, remember, if you're really trying to get someone's attention, just bend and snap. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want to be blood in the water. That's right. Don't be chum. All right. Thanks. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Then a Moment, a Pavitas production project, hosted by Colin Funk and Pavi Prochko. This podcast is produced by Chicago Podcast Studio. Our opening cartoon was created by Gloriu, and our theme song was composed by me, Pavi Prochko. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Then a Moment Pod, all one word, for updates on new episodes and behind-the-scenes content. If you have any feedback, comments, concerns, or kudos, you can email us at thenamomentpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us wherever you can. It would help us out a bunch. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.